You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Well, Mike, great to see you in person after all the weeks of conversation. Mm-hmm. Now that we've had some time to process our thoughts, what are your emotions? Your home, the whole football world here, your team's no longer playing. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you being blunt. <laughs> this is terrible. Walking around here, seeing this. Supposed yeah. to be Vikings logos up here. I don't see any of them. Yeah, I mean, but uh, <laughs> when you watch that game against Philadelphia, how unorthodox was that? I mean, we've seen them play against Carolina and struggled. We've seen them struggle many other times before, but not to the extent to where it looks as if the team did not belong on the same football field I know. as Philadelphia. It's inexplicable, I think. I, I, I don't think there's an explanation for it, and I don't think it was an emotional come down from the victory over New yep. Orleans mm-hmm. because they came out and scored on the first 75-yard touchdown drive, 7-0. Defense comes out, and the Eagles get a first down on their first play, but then go three and out and punt, and we got the ball. Up 7-0 with the ball on the road, NFC title game. So I don't think they were flat. I, I, I think the one thing that does get lost, and I think you will appreciate this, having played the game, is Philadelphia played great. Very and, and yes, the Vikings were uncharacteristic and they made mistakes and they didn't play well. But I don't know if anybody would have beaten the Eagles that day. Chatting with our good friend Mike Wobshaw, Vikings Entertainment Network, Vikings Team Channel here on TuneIn. Mike, as you think about Nick Foles, the word of the program that I use in lieu of outlier aberration. Was that a one-off? Was that a fluke? Do you think he can duplicate what he did against your Vikings? We get to Sunday against the Patriots. Well, I think he had a career game. Um, So I don't know that he can do 300 and some passing yards or whatever, but let's, you know, Doug Peterson, career backup, Frank Reich, career backup, and Nick Foles, for the most part, has been a backup. These guys know how to construct a plan to win the game with the backup quarterback. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think they can do it again. I think they can do it to New England. And, And I think a big part of it is their offensive line. I mean, I came away really impressed with those guys. I thought, you know, when we played the Carolina Panthers guys earlier um, in December, I thought that they did a great job with their their offensive line and defensive line. And mm-hmm. it, I think they probably did the best against us all season until the Eagles did what they did. I thought they won on both sides of the line of scrimmage. And it won't surprise me if they do it to the Patriots. I don't know if they'll beat the Patriots, but I don't think that Nick Foles is going to hold the Eagles back from winning the game. Well, I think, you know, in all fairness, you deserve a horn. Can we get some horns for Mike since we're here in his city? so that we could talk about his Minnesota You might Vikings have to do it manually, Can we do How it? How would that go? Oh, perfect. And talking about my guy. <laughs> there it is. I love Case it. Keenum. Yes. It doesn't stop me. And it's still here. Mike, here well we go. Well done. Tell me about that guy in Case Keenum. Be mm. honest with me. How do they handle the quarterback position? Because they're, they're between a rock and a hard place. I mean, you love Sam Bradford, but he can't stay healthy. Teddy Bridgewater, can he do what the other quarterbacks have done in this time? That answer is no in the sense of throwing the football. Case Keenum, is he a long-term quarterback? I could jump on a bad wanger to say no, but how do you handle this yeah. upcoming season in 2018? And here's, here's another twist to it. Let's ask the offensive coordinator what he thinks. Oh, wait. Who is that we guy? We don't have one Pat yet. Shermer's in New York right? now. You know, so I think, that, I think that matters too. Yep. Um, and, and you certainly cannot blame Case Keenum for wanting to hit the free agent market before he decides. You know, um, now the one thing I would say about that is with 
all these people saying all these nice things about the incoming class of quarterbacks, Josh Allen and Rosen and the kid from USC. Sam Darnold. Um, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Like, y- y- I don't know if free agency is a great spot to be for a quarterback either because remember last year, all the free agent running backs, they hit the market and they're like, all right, can't wait to see what we're going to get. Right. It happened to be the best running back class ever mm-hmm. coming out in the draft, and that it's really up. hurt the market. So it'll be interesting to see how these quarterbacks handle their side of the, of the coin as well. For the Vikings, you know, I think you can't blame them for wanting Case back. I mean, he won 12 games. Yep. You know, it took care of the ball. But we all know how Teddy, or uh, how Zim feels about Teddy, right? Yep. He loves Teddy. Drafted him, guided him to an 11-5 and record, and, and won the division. I don't think the team knows for sure what it's going to do yet. So that's a tough place. That makes it a, a, you know, a hard question for us to answer right here. And I'm not ruling Sam Bradford out either. I mean, when they when he is healthy, he's probably I got the him. best. I arm. like him a lot. I like him a lot. I mean, yeah. just as much as Case Keenum, I like a Sam Bradford. But the problem is, is he if he's had his knee surgically repaired twice, yeah. and now we're calling the bone bruise, mm-hmm. he's got to get any younger. Yeah. How do you gauge that? Because that's one of the tougher injuries to have, especially if you keep reoccurring yeah. for it being a, a harmful to how you feel. I think everyone's going to get into the dollar value, like what's it take to get that guy back and is he worth it? And I think, you know, if I if they tasked me with managing the quarterback position for the Vikings going into 2018, which Vikings fans should take solace in the fact of knowing they won't ask me I'm to do it. I'm looking at the card. It get, does not say GM. It right, says no, Mike Wobshaw, so, Vikings Entertainment right. Network, Vikings Team Channel here on TuneIn. There you go. So they won't <laughs> ask me what I think. But if they did, here's what I'd say. Forget about dollar values and who's getting how much. Think of it as the situation. And what do you want the situation to be? Right. I think you want we have a reliable veteran who we know can win games. And we want a guy for the future. And if you can get that for $25 million or $28 million, Okay, because Case Keenum might cost you 25 alone if you right. use the franchise So tag. now if you draft someone and they're on that cheap rookie contract, I think you're in business. Right. If you can just get a veteran in there. Because you're at the latter part of the first round, too. So it's, not yes. be, it's going to be cost effective. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly right. And I just think if you look at it as a situation, throw the names out and um, the resumes out and the dollar value out. For about $30 million, what do you want? You want a reliable veteran. You want a developmental guy. And if the Vikings can come out of the offseason with that, then I think that they've won. Mike, we were talking about the processing of emotions and knowing that grief has step-by-step-by-step yeah. by step progression. Where is this region? You're not speaking for the entire state, but how challenging is it to know Everyone's here. There's a big game coming up, and you guys came within one game of making history. First yeah. team ever to play in the Super Bowl on your home field. Yeah, th- th- we're not through it yet. You know, we're I don't know what stage we're on. <laughs> acceptance? Like, How far along are no, we? No, we are not there yet. So I don't know what stage acceptance is, but we're not to that stage yet. Um, hopefully, we're beyond uh, the tear others down to build yourself up stage because yeah. we don't want to get nasty here. We want everyone's be nice been to each lovely other. at the okay, hotel good. and here okay. at the mall. Good, that's good. I think we're getting there. I think the Super Bowl has got to be done before we can totally move on, you know, because for many years, not just one season, for many years since Minneapolis and St. Paul got the bid, the dream was let's play in that game. We got Zim. We got Teddy. We got a great defense. We had a great free agency. You're favored on the road. Yeah, I mean, right. So, like, everything was falling into line. So uh, I think you got to get beyond the Super Bowl. And I think you got to like, I'll see you guys at the combine in India. And I think it's almost it's almost like you I don't want to say you wish you did win. But if you'd have just ended the season without going to the postseason, it'd probably feel a little bit better. <laughs> For right? Sure. Yeah. But, well, that one, would you rather come this close right. or not have yeah. any shot whatsoever? Uh, well, this is an interesting topic. I think in, in 2009, we got our hearts ripped out by the Saints in, a, in an overtime loss. I thought that game was much tougher to get over 
than getting blown out. The caveat is the Super Bowl is here this year. Mm-hmm. So that is what's been making it tough. I remember we had a player come to our team, uh, came from the Rams, and he was accustomed to going 2-14, and 3-13. and 13. Came to Pittsburgh in his first year. We went 13-3 and three and went to the AFC Championship game. And he's sitting by his locker, man. And we're we kind of just in that moment of not knowing for sure what to do. You know, you don't know if you should be mad, if you should be happy, because we accomplished a lot. Yeah. And a lot of our guys went to the Pro Bowl that year. And he's like, man, you know what? It almost felt better going 3-13 and 13, as opposed to being 13-3 and three and getting that close and losing a game by three or so points. Yeah. To know that now you guys here in Minnesota <laughs> – the game is being played in your dome, yeah, and you can't even have an opportunity to do it. So I, 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 I remember that feeling of being thirteen and three uh-huh. and not getting to a championship twice. And this guy, one of my teammates, saying we were three and thirteen a year prior. Yeah, but to have it in your city and you had the best year overall, probably since what the Purple People Leaders, maybe back to two thousand and nine, yeah. maybe. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mike. You know, can we give Mike the horns? You're one making more time? him feel even just better, Cordell. Just a little bit better. Very magnanimous of you. I love the horns. He can help you I'm snap just, out of a funk. I'm, just, I'm, right. I'm sorry. Like I'm my sorry. man, Cordell. Well, hey, Stewart. he's going to be in the funk all week until after the game. Am I, I right, Mike? It's going to be hard. Oh, for yeah. The game's got to be over before we get out of this yeah, thing. So we like, try to give you a little tribute by giving you some horns. When I see you guys in Indianapolis, if I'm not better, you got to call some help. Okay. Dr. Phil will join us when we go to India. Last question. Yeah. It's not just good radio, it's the law. Who do you like who's going to win on Sunday? I, I like I came away so impressed with the Eagles up front offensive and defensive line and you know what we went back and watched all of our passes in that Eagles game I went back nobody was open so their secondary must be good too I don't know how the Patriots are going to get out of this you know but yet it is still Brady and Belichick so I think at the end of the day in a tight game I would pick the Patriots but I think it will be close I think it's um, I think the spread is too wide it's going to be a close game it'll come down to the last couple minutes I, I, I do think the Patriots will win but I did come away impressed with the Eagles and again I want to say the one thing that gets lost on the NFC championship game is how well the Eagles played I don't know if there are many teams that would have beat them that night best game Probably yeah. the best game of the year. For them, That's yeah. why it's at the end of the season. Unlike Daytona, when they start NASCAR with the premier event, but that's yeah. for our podcast, Under the Hood with K-Stu and B-Web. Mike, you've been a huge part of this program, so I want to personally thank you for your availability wow. every week, every step of the way. Great to see you in person. Yeah. Look forward to chatting with you again at the Combine. And I'm told there's everything available at this mall. There's probably a grief counselor just down there <laughs> past the Shake Shack if you need some help. They're there to just put out a lending arm to you, all right? I might just go ride some roller coasters. Even instead. better. Shake yeah. it off. Thank you, Michael. Thank you guys for having me on all season. Fun chatting with Thank you guys. Thank you so much, all Mike. Right. See you. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.